welcome to the Focus on Customer Service podcast, presented by Social Media Today, where we talk to brands you know and love who are laser-focused on using social media to deliver amazing customer experiences. And now, here are your co-hosts, Dan Gingas and Dan Moriarty. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Focus on Customer Service podcast. We are live on Blab for episode 24, and we are talking with David Basulto, who is the founder and CEO of Iographer. How are you, David? Dan and Dan, thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so thrilled. This is such a great podcast. Like I said, I just got back from Hawaii and, and about listened to like four of them in a row, and just my mind exploded with so many great ideas. Well, thank you. Which ones did you listen to, you listen David? To, what was, I'm sorry, the, uh, what was the restaurant again? Uh, Scotty's Brew House. Scotty's Brew House. That was absolutely amazing. Shutterstock, uh, Southwest Airlines, and then there was, oh, uh, Otterbox. And, and those were just all nice. great things to just pick up little tidbits from. So just thrilling and, and excited to be here, guys. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. We're very happy to have you, David. And we were alerted to you and your company by a combination of two of our good buddies, Brian Fanzo and Chris Strub, who were both at the Periscope Summit and had met you. And Fanzo was periscoping about your products and, and your customer service. Strub saw it and recommended that we talk to you. And, you know, like magic, about a week later, here we are. So this is awesome. Amazing. But why don't you start, if you could, by telling people a little bit about Iographer, and I know you've got a product in front of you, so you can show us, and then for those on the podcast, uh, we'll just want to hear a description. So I was a high school media teacher two years ago and found myself challenged with my students coming in and doing things like this all the time, and I was getting horribly shaky footage. I was letting them shoot with their iPhones and iPads, and so I said, my God, I've got to find a way to stabilize this footage, to put it on a tripod. I wanted to be able to have handles on both sides to be able to uh, put lights, lenses, microphones, and really turn these amazing little devices into a professional tool. And so I did a Kickstarter. I had no idea about any of this, but I designed it all in my classroom. I did a 3D print. It had a working prototype. I thought that was where I was going to go. And then that was it. And and people said, hey, you got to do Kickstarter. I said, what the heck is Kickstarter? did a Kickstarter, one of the most stressful times in my life because it kept going like this all the time. We ended up, uh, got lucky halfway through, uh, Forbes read a really nice article on me being a teacher and wanting to help out, you know, uh, video and whatnot. And and then we got funded and that led to one of the uh, fluent, I, I taught in a very affluent area. And one of the parents came in and said, my God, I see what you're doing. I need to, I want to write you a big check. And so literally, that's two years ago. Flash forward, I'm retired from teaching. We're in a thousand Best Buy stores, and I'm just like full-time CEO, entrepreneur, you know, just trying to make it happen. And uh, it's been an amazing ride. We've got about 90 different SKUs that we sell in our store. We have uh, nine of our own products. Everything's made in California, which was important to me. It's, it's literally a garage startup. Everything's farmed out from our distributor, who's uh, same distributor as, or not distributor, fulfillment company is the same one as GoPro and Mattel. So they're in California as well. I send all my gear to them. I do all the social media. For some reason, I just love since since inception. I was a big Twitter guy and still am, and and uh, just been loving social media. And then I have one of my former students is my sales manager. My wife does uh, operations, and my partner is uh, business and, and legal. He's a lawyer by trade. 
and there's four of us, you know, we're just doing the best we can. It's been great. Um, recently on CNN, when they announced the Oscars, there was a photo of Steven Spielberg holding our mini case, which was, uh, that was kind of the, the pinnacle for me. And then we've got teams like uh, Manchester United, Miami Dolphins, uh, and I'll tell you about some of the stuff they're doing with, with social media, Boston Celtics, uh, just using our stuff, and then schools from around the country. So it's been just an amazing ride these last two years, and, and you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to what's in the future. Well, that's fantastic, and congratulations on the success so far. I'm sure that uh, it doesn't pain you at all that that live streaming is becoming so popular because it is really adding the necessity of your products. Talk about right place at the right time. It's been one lucky thing after another, and it kind of goes back to where uh, when I was, uh, you know, as a kid, even I wanted to make movies, and back then you had to have a 16 millimeter camera or an eight millimeter camera, and it was expensive and you had to develop the, the stuff and then you had to buy a projector to show it somewhere. And, you know, it was just impossible. My dad said, go play in the dirt. You're not doing that. So I grew up wanting to do this. And eventually I got into the film industry. And, and before I was a teacher, I was a executive producer over at Lifetime Television. So I saw the transition, how things were moving away and doing film and then VCR and tapes and blah, blah, blah. And to now I'm carrying around a 4K camera in my pocket that with a few accessories, I can make professional videos, you know, and movies. And, and, and I can't wait to see what people do with it. It's absolutely incredible. You know, today I was looking on Wikipedia at uh, something that you may remember called Prodigy. And that was my first experience on, you know, what was the World Wide Web. And it had a few, I read an article about its ultimate demise. And uh, there's a guy that is trying to resurrect some of the data and, and it, that is even in a different format. And so there were some screenshots and, and man, it is, it is incredible just in my lifetime where we've come. And so this live streaming, I mean, you know, we were introduced to you because of the Periscope Summit where you were. And, you know, one of the things that Fanzo said, first of all, where I want to start is he talked about that you yourself are doing a great job in customer service for a product that may require it. It may require some education on how to use. So can you tell me a little bit about what social channels you're using and then specifically kind of when you're in text-based service versus video-based? Mm-hmm. You know, when we first started, it was we did a little old school. We were like, let's create a forum, and who knows what forums are anymore, and and we'll put uh, questions there and and Q and A and facts, and we'll be able to answer people right away. And and that was just so like it just took forever, and sometimes I wouldn't get alerted and so whatnot. And I said, you know what? Let's just really start building up all of our social channels. And the first one we did was Twitter, and we're at like fifty eight thousand users now. And I monitor that all day. I get alerts. I'm answering within a few minutes. I'm answering questions other than, unless I'm sleeping. So Twitter's gigantic for us. Then I went into, of course, Facebook. We got a lot of fan interaction. And, uh, and I'm similarly, I'm answering questions there as well. The big thing that I started to use recently is Snapchat because I love the, the personalness of it. You're one of my buyers and you have my link. It's really helped so that if you've bought this product and you think it's all plug and play, and usually it is, and one little thing's not right, you get really upset. So you want to get this fixed right away. And had it recently, a, a guy told him to Snapchat me. He said, I, I love the case, but this microphone is not working. I, I can't believe it. You said it would work. So I sent him a thing back. Hey, sorry, you're having this experience. Let me see how your setup is. And he literally had the, the cables plugged in opposite. 
And once he had that, once I told him to try that, he was thrilled. <laughs> and, you know, and that took a few seconds out of my life to make this guy a happy customer and him tout to other people that, wow, I just had the CEO and he told me how to fix this and, and it was seconds and I'm happy as hell now. So I think, uh, you know, can I do that to millions of people? I don't know. But right now I'm, I'm deep into it, answering questions every day and then giving little snippets on the storyline of like, hey, today, this is what you, uh, if you want to shoot uh, vertically, this is the way you do it. And here's where you screw it in. Just little tips and tricks. We're starting to do that this year on Instagram. I'm kind of copying from 15 Second Tech, which is a cool little show I like to watch on Instagram. And every day they do little 15 second uh, blurbs on some new product that they're reviewing, tech gadgets. And so we're starting to do, we have a whole lineup of little tutorials that we're doing, 15 Second Tech, just to get people's attention and, and to help them make everything a lot smoother, you know? So I think it's essential to be answering, you know, like that. People, it, it's the now generation. I had a guy yesterday email us about, what was he asking? Uh, something about he, he ordered the wrong case. And that was at nine o'clock in the morning. By 11 o'clock in the morning, he's like, hey, does anybody not work there? Whatever. And I'm just like, my God. And it just it reaffirms <laughs> you constantly that you need to be uh, within, you know, 30 minutes of answering someone or, or you're a dinosaur, you know? So, yeah, I mean, all the big social channels are, we're on there. We're, we're very public. We're, we're helping people. And, and I love Snapchat, though. It's been huge for us lately. So you obviously have to have plans to scale it because you can't be the only person responding. So walk us through your thought process and kind of how you're going to go about doing that. Eventually, we're going to have to break out into more people. Right now, like I said, there's four of us. The good news is, is that I've got some great uh, kids when I was a teacher that are now graduating college and looking for jobs. I, and they are all so savvy with all this. The challenge I have for that is to give them the wisdom, the years of wisdom and the temperament that comes with it to be able to handle a customer service type of a, a support job. Um, you know, that's the catch 22 is I have people, uh, friends that I've had for years in different states that are like, hey, you know, if you ever need help, I mean, I would do anything. I love what you're doing and, you know, customer service, anything. And the challenge is, well, they don't understand the technology at all. You know, they're, they barely can use their phone. And now I'm trying to show them how to do all this. Flip side of that is I've got these great kids who are amazing who need to have that temperament to be chill and every it is about the customer being right 200%. I don't care if they broke their case or or they fell down and it, and the scratched that. I mean whatever, we're going to replace it. We're going to make your experience extremely happy and that is the key. So, I am challenged with that right now. I'm trying to figure out uh, the rollout as the future gets going. But right now it's all me and and I love it and I've got enough energy right now to do it, thank God. <laughs> That's great. So you're actually the first company that we've talked to that's been using Snapchat. So I want to focus a little bit on that for a moment. You gave an example before, but tell me more broadly, either how do you decide to bring someone to, to Snapchat for the answer? Or is this already a channel in which people are approaching you proactively with service questions? So luckily, we're about to do a new run of packaging and we have a couple of new products coming out. So we're going to start adding inside of our box, a little snippet, a, a little uh, card that says, you know, thank you for becoming a, a buyer. And here's uh, the Snapchat. If you want to reach Iographer directly, you have a quick question, we're going to answer it right away. And so that's that's being made right now in our next round of packaging. Just about to start roll out a whole new email program where I was really impressed recently. I don't know if you guys know Infusionsoft or whatever, but 
Fusionsoft is like a customer uh, relationship manager. It's a, a marketing service as well. So we can do kind of like MailChimp on steroids. And so one of the things what I got when I signed up was uh, an email a few minutes later from the CEO saying with a video inside saying, hey, I'm so glad you joined us here. And just really this nice welcome video, the things I can expect and all this stuff. So I'm like, I'm doing that. I love that. It made me warm and happy. So I'm actually this week going to shoot a video telling people, welcoming them to the Augur family. Here's my Snapchat thing. Take a quick picture of it. You need to get me. I'm here for you. You know, I'm kind of like a lifelong teacher. I loved teaching. It was my favorite job my whole life, just reaching people and, and seeing them turn and be, you know, wow, I can do this now. I love it. I'm empowered. So I'm going to continue doing that. And so we're going to do this video. They'll have all of our stuff right there. They're in the family and we're going to take care of them. Well, and and that's one of the things that Brian Fanzo was talking about that he liked so much about you and your company is that you are doing a really good job engaging influencers, making them feel like part of the family, as you said. I think that's a great word to use. And then, of course, that creates loyal enthusiasts and advocates that, that talk about your brand. And Brian made the point that I think is right, that that's a form of customer service. It's also a form of marketing. And as we talk about a lot on this podcast, marketing and customer service are continuing to to you know come together and merge. Yeah, converge, yep. So tell us a little bit about that strategy and how have you found people to reach out to? How did you find Brian or Chris or anybody else? I really am just so active on on Blab, on uh, Periscope, on Meerkat. It's funny because I was down to South by Southwest when Meerkat was out, and I was like, this is crazy. I mean, anyone could have their own show, <laughs> you know, anywhere in the world. And God, thank God I didn't have this when I was, you know, 19. I would have, who knows what I would have done, but uh, <laughs> it would have been a lot of fun. But the fact that, uh, you know, all these channels were there. So I was looking for the thought leaders in this. And, you know, I knew that if I could approach them in the correct way and, and kind of show them what we were doing, I think they might get it because they were, were kind of playing in the same field. It really happened social marketing uh, world last year that I went to. I was sitting down in, in the Mari Smith interview, our, our session she had in the big room there. And I got there early. I was typing. I had the iographer set up because I wanted to film this and 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 get it, you know, so I could take it home and dissect it later. And this guy sits next to me. And and at first I was a little bothered because it was like this giant room. No one was in there. And this guy wants to sit next to me. And I don't know him. So like, whatever. And we start talking. He's really nice. And I tell him about my device and yada, yada. So then the room gets filled up. Mari Smith walks in. She's up on stage for a second and then checks her microphone, walks off the stage directly to this guy. And it's her boyfriend, fiance guy now. So uh, I'm like, oh, I'm glad I was nice to him. <laughs> and then he introduces me to her and, and she's like, what is this? Wow, wow, wow. So then she goes back upstairs and starts talking. And halfway through her, her thing, she points me out and says, you should see this amazing device over here by Dave. And and I'm just like, oh my God, I'm on the spot. I'm telling people about it and like yelling this at the top of my lungs. And, and that just turned into such a great experience for me. So I knew that these people were going to get it. And, and I knew fans. I watched him. I saw the things he was saying. And I was like, my God, this guy, I want him to have my gear, you know? And so I reached out to him on Snapchat and, and just told him, you know, hey, he just happened to be sharing his Snapchat at that time. And I was like, dude, you're amazing. I, I want to be uh, doing stuff with you. And here, you know, let me send you a bunch of stuff. So, so that's how that kind of happened. But um, absolutely, the convergence of, of marketing and customer service is key for us because 
although we are working on all of our patents and we are very close to being patented, there's a lot of little companies that are rising up to try and, and challenge what we're doing. And the difference is I'm providing an entire online film school for people to come and learn. And, and you know what? If you're using the other product, fine, whatever. But I still want to teach you the right way of doing things so that eventually you're like, I want to be with that guy. He's, you know, I like his product. I want to be his part of his team, you know? And, and I really believe that building that tribe is key and providing all these different stuff for them, all these, all these learning education, video tutorials, et cetera. So it's just totally mixing like that. That's cool. That's really neat. And how do you see other brands potentially, whether it's with or without your products, how do you see them using Snapchat or Periscope or other live streaming apps to handle service for their customers? Well, for example, what I thought was really cool was when we got approached by the Miami Dolphins and uh, they wanted some of our iPhone cases. And so we provided a bunch of great stuff with them. And uh, what they were using them for is to provide fan interaction with their players. And so now imagine, you know, you're a Tannehill fan and you, you know, you just love him. And so after the game, he's on Periscope and talking with the fans and now you can you know hey why did you uh, you, you know what why did you drop that pass well or, or throw that bad pass well you're absolutely right i was going to look left i should look right you know so now you're talking with these people and and just the the loyalty and the branding that you can have together with that we have some pretty famous bands that we deal with i can't really talk about but as far as musicians that are using our stuff right now that's kind of like beta testing it and my big thing to them was like check this out. Now you, you guys have your stuff, but what if you're in rehearsal and just screwing around and you're doing a periscope? Now you've got all these fans just kind of sitting there kind of in your living room almost as it feels. Yeah. And we're listening to you kind of strum around and just the loyalty with that and just making people just love you even more. So I, I just, I just think that's a huge thing. You know, the, the Celtics are starting to use stuff next season. I believe um, they have our stuff. They're using it a lot for coaching right now. But what they see this as, instead of going out into the in, with all the fans during a game and you got your huge broadcast camera, there's lights everywhere, and people are just like, yeah, let me answer a question for you, versus, you know, I've got my iPhone, I'm right here, hey guys, can you mind answering a little question, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you're getting a quality video that you can just go up there, spit into the machine, it's on the Jumbotron. So they're going to do some really cool stuff up there as well. BBC is a big user of our stuff. They'll take it out. Uh, they used it a lot during the World Cup because it was so small, they could get in places and, and not be seen, you know, as, as just bothering people. They were able to get great footage. And so it's all about mobile video right now. And we continue to strive to be the leader in that. Well, and it sounds like it's also about engaging with your fans, customers, prospects, whatever it is. And that, you know, no doubt leads to loyalty. We have a great question from one of our audience members. Again, we are recording this live on Blab, and eventually it'll be turned into a podcast. So if you're listening, you're missing all the great video, but uh, hopefully it'll, it'll still be really interesting. So one of our guests says, what tools are you using to track and record your interactions through Snapchat? And do you have any sort of CRM that you can use to add notes? That is a great question. And no, I do not do that right now. And I would love any kind of, like I said, you're talking to a guy that has a degree in finance, who was in the film industry for years, who became a teacher as his later life mission and fell into being an entrepreneur. 
So, and just so happened to just love social media and want to really um, and explore that and, and connect people and doing all that. So I am still rough on the edges about things like that, tracking recording. So if you have ideas, I would love that. And I would exchange your brains for some of my products. So I throw that challenge out to you guys. Make me smarter. I will empower you with some awesome tools. I think that's a, it's a great question because in particular with Snapchat, because the content does not remain and it disappears yeah. as a company, whether it's your company or whether it's somebody else that's trying to do customer service there, there is a need to record the interaction in some way. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to capture the exact snap, but but you've got to be able to detail it somewhere so that if that customer approaches you with a diff, in a different channel later on, your agents know that you've had that conversation and, and the problem was addressed or resolved. So I think that will be an interesting challenge for Snapchat to figure out if indeed it is a channel that people start using for customer service. Now, I noticed that you also have a very vibrant community on Facebook and you mentioned Twitter before. So, mm -hmm. you know, a little bit more traditional social media channels at this point. But tell me about how you're working things there. And you mentioned that you are, you know, sort of the one man show responding quickly. But what kinds of issues or questions are you getting from people? And how is the especially the community on Facebook? How's that working for you? The community on Facebook is fantastic. And what I love about them is that they'll ask me, and I'll actually on Facebook, I'll keep track of the questions I'm getting. If I get enough of them, it's it's worthy enough for me to go and do a video tutorial that I'll put up on YouTube later so that these people can go back and, and figure things out. We had that a lot happen uh, with our iPad Air case. There was a little workaround when Apple decided to make the iPad Air 2 and move the camera three sixteenths of an inch. <laughs> so we had to redesign a couple things and uh, there was a little bit of a workflow and I had, I kept getting emails from people about that. And so I did this video tutorial and it made everybody happy. So I use that a lot to get feedback like that. Right now, the biggest questions are when is the mini four coming? You know, I get, uh, so that's something that's happening right now. We're almost done with, and then it's a great place for people. Like they'll ask me about Android. I get bombarded every day with Android questions. So I do know from that, from hundreds of people that have sent things in, that there's a market for Android. So we're actually going to start mm -hmm. developing that this year, a multi-case for different Android devices. It's been a great way to, to kind of get feedback from customer experiences on that, I think. That's cool. That's great. So what do you think is next for your company? Well, other than just continuously developing things, um, this is the big year for us to expand. I mean, we're, in fact, uh, there's a big show coming up Friday in, in Los Angeles called the NAM show, which is a musicians, audio musicians convention. And it's, it's a blast there. And, and so we're getting connected with different distributors all over the world. So we're going to meet with a big distributor for the UK. We're going to meet with some Australian people that are going to handle Australia, Japan, and, and New Zealand. It's really about blowing it up on the rest of the world. So and we are already in Germany and, and France. And so that's the next thing for us as, as a company. The other thing that I, I really am going to roll out this year is some kind of a support plan. I, our bread and butter is schools. And uh, from universities like Harvard to University of Southern California, to some of the biggest high schools in the country and the smallest high schools. And they, lots of, uh, you know, Friday night, they're shooting football. Oh my God, I forgot how to do this thing that I heard Dave talk about. How do I do this, you know? And we'll get an email or whatever, but 
I think there's a better way for us to do that. So we're going to work uh, really hard to put together a support plan that schools and, and whatnot can purchase for a nominal fee and have access to agents that, that can help them, whether it's me or, or some of our team. It's Friday night. I'm trying to stream. I forgot how you told me how to stream this, you know, blah, blah, blah. That's the big year. This is all about customer service this year, ramping that up 100%. Something I just did and, and some people frowned upon it or not, but Every day I would wake up and I was I was losing chats. There was just people would come on and say a chat and and we weren't there because you know we're on Pacific Standard Time and we're sleeping and and uh, you know we have customers all over the world. So I hooked up with a company that uh, is going to provide 24 hour a day, six day a week chat for us. We have to train all of their people of what our products are, every single product. There's a big you know backlist that we gave them, and so they're going to start this week. And I'm super excited that that's going to happen because um, I, like I said, when you go on someone's website these days, you really want instant feedback and instant answer questions and, you know, lead them in the right direction. So I think that's going to help us a lot. That's great. Now, you mentioned expanding to other countries. So it would seem to me that one of the other things that would have to be in the plans is service in other languages. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's something that we're, we're talking about right now. Um, I've got, luckily, I've got actually some former students that are, are hungry for jobs that speak Japanese, Chinese, you know, uh, German. And, and so that's really helping. But worst case scenario, there's always uh, grabbing words, putting them into Google Translate and going the best <laughs> you can. And, and I've done that before with a, in fact, I had a customer in the Czech Republic that was talking to me and, and couldn't, I was, I'm, I'm can't speak Czech. Uh, can you speak English? And then they would write something in Czech. I had no idea what it was. So I was like frustrated and I literally copied and pasted it into translate. And I said, Oh, and I would say something back and tra- copy and paste it back there. And, and we had a conversation and, you know, was it the most simple thing? No, but it worked. And he ended up buying something and that was great. That's awesome. Well, that's what an entrepreneur has to do. And uh, we're talking with David Basulto, who's a great entrepreneur. He's the founder and CEO of Iographer, whose motto is life, camera, and action. They sell a variety of products, including cases, lenses, microphones, tripods, and even LED lighting to help make your iPhone and iPad into a traveling video studio. And it's really cool. So David, to kind of finish up uh, the question that we always ask people, and you know, it's fun to ask this to brands that have been doing this for years and years, but it's also really fun to ask it to an entrepreneur who is, as you mentioned before, currently sitting in his, literally in his garage to do this interview. What advice do you have to uh, companies that are starting out? And in particular, it sounds like one of the things that you grasped really early on was that, you know, you have to have a great product, but if you don't have the service to back that product up, it's not going to work. And so talk a little bit about, if you can, and some of your advice on, on how you had to focus on that as a startup. Well, first of all, anyone that's thought about being an entrepreneur, it is the most, I went from the fine frying pan to the fire. It is the most absorbing thing I've ever done. I'm. I, you have to live and breathe and believe your vision, your company 24-7. You can have no doubts. You just have to march forward. I always give the analogy of, of the Greeks that went over to take uh, Sparta, or not Sparta, but Troy, and they would burn the boats and they're like, we're taking this city or we're dying here. And that's kind of the entrepreneur method. So I, luckily I am so passionate about education and, and video and, and all the things and they just kind of mesh all together. And then the biggest thing that I've learned in these two years of doing this is that you have to go well above 
anyone in customer service to keep your even your happiest uh, customers. You have to go beyond that and and provide extra customer service. They want to be handheld. It's all about VIP, that feeling of being just the most important customer that you ever had. And and every day I tell my team that is our goal. I don't care if we sell a dollar today, but any questions come in, I want those people completely satisfied, happy, and sending us a, a little happy star thing on our feedback thing, and that makes me happy. We can go months with no money, I'll survive, but I want everyone to be happy. So it's all about that. And listening to podcasts yourself, keep training, keep learning different things, be a lifelong learner, as uh, as I tell people all the time, because you pick up something from everything from, from shows like yourself. So, so that's my big thing. Well, that's fantastic advice. And absolutely, you know, when you exceed expectations, people are more likely to talk about your brand in social media. Unfortunately, what's also true is when you miss expectations, they do that as well. But I think to your point, just meeting expectations really isn't enough anymore. And that's the challenge for brands because customer expectations continue to rise. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like you're doing a fabulous job from all the people um, that are commenting and from the folks that have talked about your brand. It sounds like you're really hitting the mark. So congratulations. You can find David on Twitter at iographer. That's I-O-G-R-A-P-H-E-R. And again, we want to remind everybody that we have a hashtag, which is F-O-C-S. That stands for Focus on Customer Service. And if you have a brand that you know of that is doing customer service and social media really well, we want to hear about it and we want to get them on the show. Thank you to Brian Fanzo and Chris Strub who recommended David tonight. And with that, we're going to sign off. So thank you for joining us for another episode of the Focus on Customer Service podcast. And we will see you next time. Thanks, David. Thank you, Dan. Thanks for listening to the Focus on Customer Service podcast presented by Social Media Today. Be sure to tweet your thoughts and nominations for other brands to be featured using hashtag FOCS. And follow Dan and Dan on Twitter at DGingas and at I am Dan Moriarty. See you next time.